Alright, now let's talk about good fat and bad fat. Separating the fats that are harmful from those that are beneficial. The role of dietary fat and why you need it and sources of fat and saturated fat versus unsaturated fat. What are considered bad fats? A huge example is saturated fat. So this you can find mostly in meats, cheeses, butter, lard, chicken skin. So um, also coconut oil is is saturated fat. Basically to separate saturated fat from unsaturated fat, saturated fat is the solid fat, unsaturated fat is the more liquid fat. What is it that makes saturated fat dangerous when it's only eaten on occasion? So for example, if you're eating a steak with a, with a good amount of fat, it's going to taste great, but if you eat it every day, that's where you can actually build up the amount of uh, cholesterol in your body. If you only ate that piece of steak with all the fat uh, only on occasion, maybe once a week or once every other week, it's really not going to affect you at all. Same thing goes with eating uh, fried ch uh, chicken with the chicken skin on it. The chicken skin contains a lot of saturated fat. But if you only eat it on occasion, once a week, every other week, or once a month, or even more rare than that, it's not going to affect you at all. But if you were to eat it consistently uh, on a daily basis or three, four times a week, that can affect the, your blood cholesterol levels in the future. And when you're consuming a high amount of uh, saturated fat, it does uh, contribute to raise cholesterol and triglycerides that also increases the chances of heart disease and one of the reasons why blood pressure can be raised. There is also hydrogenated fat. So you will usually notice this in some of the cheaper brands of peanut butter, for example. Uh, Jif is the perfect example. How can you tell what's carrying hydrogenated fat versus uh, non-hydrogenated fat in peanut butters? The ones with the non-hydrogenated fat, you have to stir before you use it, whereas the GIF, it's already solid and you don't have to stir it at all. That's because they were able to convert unsaturated fat to be more saturated, so that's the reason why you don't have to stir that, whereas the, the higher quality peanut butters where you do have to stir, it's unsaturated fat that's on the top of the peanut butter, and that's why you have to stir that in before you start using it. I mean, if you want to uh, have the peanut butter without stirring, or you want to pour out that that unsaturated fat, you can, but the peanut butter would be really, really dry, so it wouldn't be really spreadable if you were to do that. The hydrogenated fat, how that happens is it's a chemical process that converts the liquid fat into a solid slash semi-solid uh, fat. And that's how the Jif peanut butter, or the cheaper brands of peanut butter, is, uh, is more solid than the more expensive, higher quality types of peanut butter. The danger about hydrogenated fat is that it can form trans fat. So you may have heard about trans fat. It was like in the mid-2000s where trans fat became a really, really hot topic. I mean, I even remember when Cheetos would advertise themselves as trans fat free or zero grams of trans fat in, 
and Cheetos. That doesn't necessarily mean Cheetos are healthy, it just means that they didn't use trans fat. However, with frying stuff that has uh, that is cooked with high heat, just like fried chicken or french fries, uh, Cheetos, that can actually create uh, trans fat because of the high heat. And just like with the saturated fat, if you're only consuming trans fat on occasion, it's really not going to to cause you a whole lot of health problems. It's not going to be measurable, and that's not going to be the reason why you just suffered a heart attack. If you were to eat it on a daily basis or multiple times a day, that's where it can create a problem in the future. Examples of good fats are unsaturated fats. Uh, these are the liquid fats that you find in olive oil, avocado oil, and seed oil. I know you've probably heard about seed oils, how dangerous they are, and how they're the cause of so many of the obesity problems in America. I'm actually going to go into that uh, later on, so hold on to that before you start freaking out on me. So substituting monounsaturated fats, such as avocados, in place of saturated fats can help reduce the risk of heart disease. So again, unsaturated fats have actually been shown to reduce the risk of heart disease by clearing out the bad cholesterol, the LDL cholesterol, and raising HDL cholesterol. When I say LDL and HDL, LDL is short for low-density lipoproteins. That's just the bad cholesterol and high density lipoproteins is the good cholesterol. The good cholesterol, the HDL, it actually can help clear out the arteries so that can reduce the risk of heart disease or stroke. Unsaturated fats are also rich in omega-3 which fatty acids which also has been shown to have a possible benefit in reducing heart disease, high blood, per high blood pressure, and risk of a stroke. The omega-3s can be found in chia seeds, oily fish like salmon, and walnuts. Is there such a thing as consuming too much unsaturated fat? Well, yeah. You have to remember, unsaturated fat is still fat. So fat is more energy dense than carbohydrates and protein. So if you're consuming a lot of unsaturated fat, you can still have the potential of gaining more weight. Unless you're like on a ketogenic diet where most of your diet is comprised of protein and fats, that's a different story. But if you're on a non-ketogenic diet and you're trying to lose weight, you still want to limit the amount of fat that you're consuming just because it's so energy dense because it has so many calories and that makes it a lot more difficult for you to be able to lose weight effectively because the way for you the best way the most proven way to lose weight is by going into a caloric deficit and that just means that you're consuming fewer calories than you're burning and in the long run you'll your weight is going to go down